On today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about how to avoid getting scammed by brands and owning your results. So grab your cup, tumbler, or mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that all the comments on this show are from my YouTube comments or other communities online about YouTube. To submit your comment, head over to commentsovercoffee.com. So our very first question comes from Raynell's offline, and this is on a video that I made about, it's called YouTuber Alert, Brands Are Scamming You, okay? And this particular video is about brand scamming content creators, how it's not cool, and how I think people should handle that particular situation. But the comment here from Raynell's Offline says, the first offer I ever got was to buy a product at a discount in exchange for sharing it on my Instagram. It immediately felt shady, and I told the companies that they got the wrong guy. No, I am not going to buy something to give you free advertising, LOL. Thank you for that comment, Raynell's Offline. So, One of the things that I talk about in this video or all the things that I talk about in this video that is, and then I'm gonna tell you because of this particular comment is a lot of times you're gonna get emails and those emails from brands are going to contain things where they are going to offer you something in exchange for you to make a video for them. In some cases, that's money. In other cases, it is a product of some kind. Now, Outside of that, there's also situations like this that you're going to run into where people are trying to give you a discount. Basically, they're just trying to get you to buy the product and then make a video about it with them not having to come out of pocket hardly anything in order for you to do that. In my personal opinion, I think this is scammy. I think it is unprofessional. And I think it's just a bad thing to do because I think they're taking advantage of content creators. Basically, this video, it was created because I got a slew of emails just in one day. And this slew of emails, all of these emails were people that were trying to frame that they were wanting to sponsor a video. But then when you look into it, they actually just want me to promote it as an affiliate. Or they wanted to send me something of low cost and have me make a video about it. And because of that, I just couldn't take it. And I was like, you know, I got to, I have to make this video to bring this to people's awareness. But basically what this is, is you'll get these emails and people will say, hey, we want to sponsor your YouTube channel. And in your brain, you're like, oh, this is, this is great. This is amazing. I, I, have, I have somebody wanting to, to sponsor me. I got my first YouTube sponsor. And then you read the email and they start talking about, yeah, basically how this is going to work is, you know, we're going to send you links. And once you make that video about whatever our product is, we're going to send you this, you know, this product, and then we're going to give you these links. And then within these links, if somebody clicks on these links, then you're going to get a commission off of anything that they buy. And the reality of that is, is that's not a sponsorship. What that is, is they are trying to sign you on as an affiliate for whatever product it is that they have. And that's not cool. And the reason it's not cool is because as a content creator, you need to be thinking of this from a different perspective. You need to think of this as if I'm going to be promoting something as an affiliate, instead of just taking whatever these emails come in and making stuff for these people, 
what I need to do is I need to hop on Google and I need to start trying to identify products that I can promote as an affiliate that would make sense to my particular audience and then start making videos about that stuff to where it's just a perfect fit for your audience to where your audience, when you promote it, it's not going to feel weird in any way it's going to be authentic. It's maybe it's even stuff that you use. Like, let's say that you're making crafting videos as an example, if you're making crafting videos and you have certain materials that you use for your crafts, then it would make sense for you to promote those particular materials as an affiliate instead of promoting a pair of headphones as an affiliate for, as an example. So because of that, as a content creator, it's really important that in this situation that you put your business hat on and you say, wait a minute, are these people wanting to actually give me money or give me a product for my video? If the answer is yes, that is a legitimate sponsorship or, or a legitimate deal of some kind. Now, if they are just wanting you to put a link and then you get a commission on the back end, if anybody makes a purchase through that link, then they're just trying to bring you on as an affiliate. And in my opinion, that's just a really sleazy way to do it. Another thing that I want you to consider, let's say, and this is really popular in the phone case world, let's say that you have somebody that sends you an email and they're like, hey, we've got this phone case it just came out of this gimbal that just came out, or we have this vacuum cleaner that just came out, or we have this, you know, home decor thing or these shoes or whatever it is, like this thing just came out and we want you to make a video about it or it's going to be coming out soon. We want you to make a video about it. In exchange, we're going to send you this thing and then we're going to have you sign this contract and within that contract, you know, depending on what it is they're going to write up, you might even see things to where they're even wanting control of the content to where if they don't like how it comes out, then they can have you redo it or take it down, or they make it to where you have to keep that video up for a certain amount of time, or you'll have to send the thing back or whatever technical stuff that they do. But the thing is, is they'll try to send you some of this stuff and have you make a video for it. And when you look at the actual dollar amount of the stuff that they're sending you, okay, so you're gonna send me a $30 phone case or a $50 phone case for hours worth of work, hours worth of going back and forth with you on this contract, plus coming up with a video idea for it, plus making the content, plus, actually let's back that up, plus setting up the lights, plus getting my microphone on, plus the wear and tear on my camera, plus getting the memory card in there, plus turning on my camera, plus making the actual content itself, if it's out in the world, if it's in your studio or whatever, making the content itself, transferring, the information, the actual video files from that to my computer or whatever device I edit my content on, and then actually going through the editing process, waiting for it to render out, doing that wear and tear on my computer or whatever device I'm, I'm rendering this on, and then uploading it to YouTube and submitting it to them for approval. You're doing all of this for like a $50 or $100 phone case or vacuum or headphones or whatever it happens to be or a tablet or you know whatever that thing is for the particular type of content that you make when these people are reaching out for you with these low-end items they're basically taking advantage of you they're scamming you because they know that most content creators don't know their own value they know that most content creators don't know that they can actually get paid from the content that they're making they know that most content creators are not going to do a ton of research to try to figure out if it's a good deal or not. So therefore, they're taking advantage, especially of new or up and coming content creators because they just haven't gone through the, they just haven't gone through it yet. So therefore, they're completely scamming content creators in my opinion. So if you're gonna take that kind of offer to where people are gonna send you stuff, 
a couple things that I want you to consider in that situation is I want you to consider, okay, one, is this something that I'm actually gonna use? Two, is this something to where it's gonna help me make content? I need something to make content about, so they're gonna send me something, and this is gonna give me something that I can make content about. So it is going to give me a piece of content that I might not have had, or I would have had to actually go buy something for, so I would have came out of pocket for it. Sure, it's worth it for me. Which brings me to number three, is it worth it for you? With all of the stuff that goes into making content, just think, step back and think, is this worth it for me to do all of this work for this low budget item? You know, if it's $100 case or $200 case, is it worth it for me to go through all of this, all of the stuff that I have to do to make a video just so I can make a video on their product? Or would it be more beneficial for me to go buy something similar and then find a place where I can promote that as an affiliate without them being involved and send traffic to that place because it's a better product or it's a better fit for my audience or whatever the thing happens to be, okay? Now, when you get approached by these scammers, what you wanna do is you want to reply to them. If you don't wanna take the thing, you wanna reply to them and you wanna say something along the lines of, hey, I appreciate you reaching out, thank you very much. These are my prices for making content and get a price list together. These are my prices for making content. These are my demographics. These are my average view counts. These are the types of people that watch my videos. And this is why I think that you paying me to promote your product would be a good fit for my audience and why I think they would buy what it is that you have. Reply with that. And then what you're gonna start getting is you're gonna start getting things to where you're gonna notice that the brands are not gonna be interested. They're gonna say, oh, well, you know, we're actually not, we're actually not spending any money on this. We're just like giving stuff away, which tells you right out of the gate that they don't value you as a content creator. So if that's the situation, then you might want to consider working with them, in my personal opinion, unless it's something that, you know, would actually be advantageous for you. So that's my thoughts on brands reaching out to content creators. So before we get into the next comment, a quick word from our sponsor. TuberTools.com has professionally designed thumbnail templates, graphics that remind your viewers to subscribe to your channel, end screen graphics, channel art, motion transitions, and more to help you level up your presence on YouTube. Save 20% on your membership by going to TuberTools.com forward slash coffee or using the promo code coffee if you make a purchase from our store. Get everything you need for your YouTube channel at TuberTools.com. Okay, this one is from A Stellar Life. This comment is from A Stellar Life. A Stellar Life says, the advice in this video is solid gold. The one that resonated with me the most is own your results. I'm so happy I found your channel. Thank you for all the tips that you're offering. Um, I'll use this as a guide now that I'm starting out on YouTube. And this is on my video, get subscribers on YouTube in 2019. So thank you for that comment, Stellar Life. So the reference for this one, is in this video, I talk about, you know, different ways that you can get subscribers in 2019. And one of the things that I talked about in this video was how important it is to own your results. And what I meant by that in the video and what I mean by that anytime I say it is that it's really important to look at all this stuff that you're doing and take ownership of it. And what I mean by that is if you're not getting the results that you're after on YouTube, you have to take a step back and you have to look at what it is that you're doing and you have to try to identify why. And when you're going through that process of identifying why, 
a lot of content creators, a staggering majority of content creators are gonna blame YouTube. They're gonna say, well, YouTube's not promoting my channel or YouTube is holding down small creators or YouTube XYZ. But in reality, in a lot of cases, and I actually see this because of the channel reviews that we do, not reviews, but just like quick channel overview things that we do on our live stream. We get to look at, we get to pull up a lot of channels on the screen and basically see what content creators are doing. And we'll get comments where people will say, you know, hey, I'm doing everything. Will you take a look at my channel and tell me what it is that I'm doing wrong? And then you go to the channel and they're literally doing everything wrong, right? They don't even have the basic stuff down, which is good titles, good thumbnails, good content. They don't have their channel fully laid out or anything like that, but they're blaming YouTube for it. They're saying that YouTube is, you know, not showing their content to anybody and things like that because they're expecting YouTube to just automatically, by default, just show their content to a bunch of people. But in reality, it doesn't work that way. So what you have to do as a content creator, what we all have to do as a content creator, when our numbers are down or when things just aren't going the way that we want them to go, we have to look at that as content creators. We have to look at that situation and say, okay, let's start with me. Let's start with me and let's make sure that I'm doing all the things before I start you know, trying to figure everything else out. Let's start with me and identify if I'm doing all the things that I need to be doing or not. Am I putting the right efforts into the actual videos that I'm creating? Yes or no? Am I taking that extra time to learn how to design thumbnails that are effective for my channel? Am I investing in the right tools like TubeBuddy, for example, to help me get in front of more people or to identify which thumbnails are working or which thumbnails are not, or just to give me that edge when it comes to trying to rank my videos, for example? If the answer is yes or no, right? Own that and then start making that decision on what you should do, right? Look at how you're optimizing your videos in terms of just telling YouTube what those videos are about for the sake of, you know, relevance in general. Are you making it clear as day what your video is about or are you saying my trip to the store as your title, right? Your content itself, is your content as good as you can make it? If it is right now, then you have to look at that and you have to own that result as well and you have to say, okay, yeah, you know what? This is as good as I can make it with the skills that I have right now. But then you have to look at it and say, can I be better? Can I do this better? Does my content, is it competitive? Does my content, is it at least as good as the other people that are making content like mine? If the answer is no, you have to own that. And you have to say, okay, well, what do I need to do? What do I have to do in order to raise the quality level of my content? What do I have to do in order to, to make my content more entertaining and more valuable to other people so that I can compete? What do I have to do to learn how to make thumbnails that people will click on? How much time, how much extra time do I need to spend in my analytics to get an understanding of what it is that's going on on my YouTube channel and what's not working, right? You have to own those results because here's the thing, on YouTube, sure, channels come on and some channels, they come on and they'll take off. Other channels, they'll just get, you know, they'll just be cruising along for a while and then they'll take off. Other channels, they'll just be consistent forever, right? To where it's just like, hey, they're not huge, they're not small, they just get, you know, consistent views and they just kind of truck along over time, right? But whatever the situation is, if you're not taking off, but you want that result, you want to do better, then you have to own your results. You have to look at yourself first. Don't look at YouTube. Don't blame YouTube. Look at yourself first and say, am I doing all the things that I need to do? Are my skills up to where they need to be? Am I putting in the effort that I think that I'm putting in? 
and look in the mirror and just call yourself out on it. Because I know, I mean, I'll just, you know, I'll say what it is. Like, I know that there's times with me to where I'm like, hey, you know, I need to get some videos out so that I can work on some other stuff. And, you know, from time to time, I won't put in as much effort as I should. And because of that, those videos will suffer. And I have nobody to blame for that but myself. And I know that, right? So because of that, I have to try to get things in place in order to give myself the space, so to speak, so that I can make the better content and so on. So, you know, you really have to look at yourself and own the results that you're getting on YouTube or with anything that you're doing really, own the results that you're getting from it and then say, how can I be better? How can I do this better? How can I improve? How can I add more value? How can I make this better for other people so that YouTube will promote me more? I'm rooting for you. You can do it. Remember to rate this on your favorite podcast platform of choice and hopefully you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.